0: Welcome back to the Morning Kickoff Show. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and the Minnesota Vikings have beat the Green Bay Packers 23-7 at home to start out the 2022 season 1-0. When was the last time you could say that the Vikings started out the season 1-0? It has been four or five years since then. It feels so good to finally have a good start to what should be a great season. The Minnesota Vikings didn't just start out the season 1-0. The Minnesota Vikings started out the Kevin O'Connell era 1-0. The Minnesota Vikings didn't just start out the season 1-0. The Minnesota Vikings started out the season 1-0 by winning what could be the most important game of the season. And this is what I mentioned earlier. The Vikings playing the Packers at home week one could be the most important game because this should be a two-team race in the NFC North. And I say should be, we're going to have to wait and see. This should be a two-team race in the NFC North and winning those home divisional games is massive. But the Vikings didn't just win a home divisional game. They dominated a home divisional game. The Vikings beat the Packers not only in points, the Vikings beat the Packers in yards, in third and fourth down conversion percentage, in time of possession, in sacks, in the turnover battle. On every aspect of this game, the Vikings won. And it feels so good to finally have what looks like a Super Bowl caliber offense here in Minnesota. This may very well be the best offense in the game, in the, in in the league right now. And you saw it in the very first drive of this game. The first drive of the game, the Vikings did What the Vikings haven't done in a long time. Pass the ball. The Vikings passed the ball to Justin Jefferson targeting three or four times in the first drive of this game. And what did they do? Surprise, surprise. Score a touchdown. But the most important part of the first drive, the opening drive of the Minnesota Vikings season, wasn't just the fact that they passed. It's the fact that they were risky. That they were taking shots downfield. That they weren't throwing to the flat. That they weren't making three screens, four screens, every single drive. But the fact that they were taking shots down the field, the fact that it was fourth and two and the Vikings decided to go for it. And they didn't just go for the two yards. They went for the touchdown as Kirk Cousins connected for Justin Jefferson on a five yard touchdown to start out the Minnesota Vikings season seven and oh, in the first drive of the game. It feels so good. To have a head coach who believes in your quarterback. It feels so good to have a head coach who doesn't run an offense like it's the 90s. It feels so good to have a head coach that understands when you revolve around Justin Jefferson, everybody on the offense looks better. And during the first drive of the game, it was Justin Jefferson's game. We revolved around him and everybody looked better. We put the ball into Kirk Cousins' hands and everybody performed. Our offensive line looks like one of the best offensive lines in the last decade on this Vikings roster. And it's not like you're playing the Chicago Bears here. It's not like you're playing the Houston Texans. You are playing arguably the best defense in football. And your offensive line holds their own. And I'm specifically looking at Christian Derrissaw here because I'm so excited for what this guy has in year two. I am so pumped for this left tackle in year two. He was going against Rashawn Gary. He was going against um, and Preston Smith all game long. And he held his own. This guy looks like one of the best left tackles in football. Oh, let's stop giving enough credit to Christian Derrissaw. There are other great blockers on this offense. And not just on the offensive line here. CJ Ham. Oh, I'm not wearing a ham jersey. CJ Ham, hammer time. A secret ingredient to this Vikings offensive success. Johnny Munt, who the Vikings started at tight end over Irv Smith Jr. in this game, was a stud. Johnny Munt, who the Vikings signed in free agency. What seemed to be like a stupid signing to me, in my opinion, releasing uh, or moving on from Tyler Conklin to move into Johnny Munt, felt to be a dumb move for the Vikings. But no, he plays a significant role in this offense. His role is to make the big three better. The big three? Yes, the big three. That being Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook. The best wide receiver, wide receiver, running back trio in all of football. Yes, you heard it here. Because this, right now, proved in this game. You know, I'm not sure how many of you guys are NBA fans. How many of you guys watch basketball? But when you're watching, say you watch the playoffs. Okay, I'm assuming a lot of football fans watch the NBA playoffs. When you're watching the NBA playoffs, a lot of the best teams have three star players and everybody around them are role position guys. Everybody around these three star players play a role to make those three star players better. This is exactly the offense that we are seeing here in Minnesota. With Jefferson Thielen and Dalvin Cook being three of the best players, their position, three all-stars in this offense, three guys who should get over 1,000 yards this season are all significant players in this offense, and then you have guys around them who play a role to make these three guys even better. The Minnesota Vikings are running a Boston Celtics offense right now. That being the Boston Celtics having three all-stars and everybody around them plays a role players. Everybody around them is the supporting cast who makes them better. Justin Jefferson had a career day in this game. 184 receiving yards on nine receptions. 184, the most of his career. And two touchdowns on top of that, a pair of touchdowns. This just shows how little NFL scouts and how little uh, NFL reporters and us people who go on YouTube and talk really know what we're talking about. Coming out of college, Justin Jefferson appeared to be Just a slot guy. Justin Jefferson appeared to be a guy who gets most of his yards after the catch. No. Three years in, this guy is arguably the best deep threat in football. Why did we not see this off of his tape in college? Probably because he played for one of the best college teams of all time, and that was mostly his role was to get yards after the catch and uh, taking snaps from the slot. Going into year three has proven this man is now maybe... The best receiver in, in the NFL. Maybe. We're going to have to wait and see. In my opinion, he is. And I might be a little biased saying that. Justin Jefferson had a career day. Greg Joseph had a career day. Making four for four of his kicks. With one of them being a career high 56 yards. The offensive line had a career day. Well, most of the offensive line had a career day. Christian Darrisaw looking great at left tackle. Ezra Cleveland looking like a stud at left guard. Brian O'Neal being Brian O'Neill. Ed Ingram having a very good, solid rookie debut. There is nothing that you shouldn't be excited for on this Vikings offense. Nothing, okay? With a clean pocket, Kirk Cousins is a top five quarterback. With a clean pocket, Kirk can make Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook be superstars in 2022. Having a great, or we'll say a good offensive line is how it looked so far today. Having a better offensive line, an improved offensive line goes a long way on this Vikings offense. Having a coach who trusts in your quarterback goes a long way on this Vikings offense. Hats off to Kevin O'Connell to the, to the game that he called on offense. Hats off to Kevin O'Connell, Justin Jefferson, career high, 184 receiving yards, Greg Joseph career long. 56-yard field goal. Everybody had a great day. Everybody. And taking a look at this big three for the Vikings, like I mentioned, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. My opinion, best wide receiver, wide receiver, running back trio in the league. You can't show me a better trio than these. We're going to give credit to Kevin O'Connell for the supporting cast that he has built around these guys. Like I mentioned before, the Vikings are running a Boston Celtics offense here with three superstars and guys around them who make those three superstars even better. What I mean by this is we have five guys, or four guys here, four skilled position players who make those players better. Starting it off with Alexander Madison, who needs no introduction here. Madison, eight carries, 36 yards, 4.5 yards per carry on one of the best run-stopping defenses in the league. Supposed to be one of the best run-stopping defenses in the league. Alexander Madison, of course, had another great day. Great job, Alexander Madison. If I am Alexander Madison right now, I am going to the front office and saying, trade me to Buffalo Bills right now. Could you imagine? Take Madison, who looks like a, looks he, easily one of the top backup running backs in the league and looks like a starting running back. Take him, throw him onto the Buffalo Bills offense, and he's a superstar. Easily a superstar. Did you watch this Buffalo Bills game? Josh Allen's a great runner. Uh, Backfield doesn't look all that great. Did you watch the preseason? Zach Moss and James Cook both look like they are not deserving of the backup roster spot right now at the running back position. Alexander Madison, at just age 24, is going into his prime. Well, is in his prime right now. Sorry, not going in. He's in his prime right now. And if you take him, put him on a different roster, this man is going to be a superstar. Do we want to trade Alexander Madison? Now, that's a question for debate. However, if I was Alexander Madison, I would want to be traded, especially if I'm going to a team like the Buffalo Bills, who just blew the hats off of their opponents this last Thursday and look like arguably maybe the best team in the league. Okay, enough of Alexander Madison. We know he's great. KJ Osborne, another player, needs no introduction. Three receptions, 14 yards, pretty casual game. However, with that being said, KJ Osborne's a beast. This man was this man was being a decoy from the slot the entire game. He was holding his own. He was in transition in every play. He had a significant amount of uh, percentage of offensive snaps. And you love to see it for Osborne. So glad this player panned out in the league. I was really hoping he would. Uh, Johnny Munt and CJ Ham. Johnny Munt and CJ Ham. You guys. This just shows how long of a way blocking goes on offense. Johnny Munt started this game for the Vikings. Ursmid Jr. was fully healthy, cleared to play in this game, and Johnny Munt started this game. I'm not mad. Why? Because Kevin O'Connell knows what the heck he's doing. That's why I'm not mad. Oh, I'm a big Ursmid Jr. fan. I think he should be a superstar in the future. Well, I was proven wrong. I mean, Johnny Munt looks great out there. It makes our big three better, like I mentioned. And C.J. Ham, Ham is the secret ingredient to this Vikings team. Ham goes with everything. Here for the Minnesota Vikings ham has made Dalvin cook a three time or has helped make Dalvin cook a three time pro bowler or three time all pro. I believe it was first or second team, all pro three time pro bowler, four time pro bowler. However, it's men. We love hammer time on this podcast. CJ ham slander is not allowed here. Ham is playing kind of a tight end type of role here, kind of a blocking tight end type of role for this Minnesota Vikings team and is really helping out this Vikings offense and this Vikings team as a whole. And what is he doing? That the other players are also doing. Making the big three better. I just mentioned all of the good. That was looking at the Vikings offense. And there's a lot of bright spots on this Vikings defense as well. The pass rush. A plus. A plus. Z'Darrius Smith getting at Aaron Rodgers felt so good. Danielle Hunter having a comeback game felt so good. Being in the face of Aaron Rodgers every single down was amazing. DJ Wanham still being one of the best transition defensive ends or edge rushers in the league right now. We have a three great stud pass rushers who are going to be like that week after week after week. I understand the Packers without both their starting offensive tackles. This is the Darius Smith and Danielle Hunter we're talking about. If those tackles were there, Aaron Rodgers would still have people running in his face all game long. Defensive front, A+. plus, A+. plus. The Packers were 0-2 on 4th on, on down. They were unable to convert to get a touchdown when they were on the goal line. Defensive front, A+. Edge rushers, A+. Now getting into the secondary. And this is where my concern is. Because looking at the Minnesota Vikings... Going into this offseason, the biggest need for us was in the secondary. And the Vikings knew this. The front office knew this. They drafted Seen in the first round, Andrew Booth Jr. in the second round. Uh, they drafted a Caleb Evans in the fourth round. They brought in Chandon Sullivan in free agency. They made a lot of moves is what I'm saying here. And also you can argue Jordan Hicks bringing him in as he p- does like to play off ball quite a bit. There's a lot to improve going forward. and I And it really comes down to the communication here because it was pretty soft in the secondary. A lot of missed tackles. A lot of blown plays. I mean, the Christian Watson getting wide open, dropping the pass—that was a blessing. Maybe Lewisine coming back, maybe Andrew Booth Jr. coming back, Cameron Dantzler playing a full game will be a massive difference maker, and this could help us out. Um, maybe just com- communicating better on the on the secondary would help. Uh, this might end up being a problem. If Devontae Adams did play in this game, this would have been a problem as it is every time we played Devontae Adams. Hats off to that man because he got the better of us in every matchup we played him. Very happy he was not here in Green Bay anymore. So happy he's out of Green Bay because playing him was a headache for these defensive backs. But looking at the secondary, it doesn't look a whole lot improved from last year, but it's only week one. So hopefully this can Maybe I'm overreacting. Hopefully this can improve going forward. Jordan Hicks, is it just me or does this guy look lost out there? I mean, he had a couple missed tackles. It looked like everybody knew their assignment and Jordan Hicks was kind of standing there. I don't know. Maybe there's some of you guys out there that have played that have played as a defensive back before, as coach defensive backs. Let me know what was going on with this Viking secondary. I know overall, looking statistically, we had a good day, but it's the Packers wide receivers. Like I mentioned, statistically, we had a great day. In the secondary. And everybody outside of that, A+. Defensive front, A+. Edge rushers, A+. The entire offense, A+,+,+,+. Great job, Minnesota Vikings. The secondary might end up screwing us in the future. There's a lot to improve there especially in communication. And I'm going to rewatch this game obviously. I'm going to rewatch this game and I'll get more into have more of an opinion on this Vikings secondary and we'll talk more on it going forward uh, about what needs to work out and what the Vikings have to improve to actually be a Super Bowl team because you cannot watch this game, look me dead in the eyes and tell me that the Vikings offense does not look like a Super Bowl offense. There's a lot to improve on the defense. There is. There's a lot of aspects of the game to improve. On the offense, It really comes down to the interior offensive line. Outside of that, this is a Super Bowl offense. Next week is a huge week. Next week is massive. Not only because we're playing another rival, but because we're playing a rival on an away game on Monday Night Football. Week 2 of the Minnesota Vikings will travel to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles Monday Night Football, 7.30 Central Time on ESPN. We know our track record on Monday Night Football has not been great. Recently, it's been better. But now, we get a taste of Monday Night Football under a Kevin O'Connell-led team, you guys. This is not the same Vikings team. Like I've mentioned, this is not the same Vikings team that we have seen the last three to four years. This is a Vikings team that started out the season 1-0 on what could end up being the most important win of this season. This is a Vikings team who is a Super Bowl offense on a wide open NFC. Let me know what y'all think.